0: gave Kanye more votes than Trump or Biden. In fact he was in third place.
1: Power of influence.
0: So but Kanye finds the tweet online and retweets it and said, Get the rest the West Wing ready. And so W Elliott I just never thought that I would be giving a story that tied Kanye West and the NBC affiliate in Lexington together in some type of
1: well, it is the misin- year of the COVID <laughs>
0: misinformation right? campaign. But I'll tell you, I've had people that have said, I see your ballot. I want to see that actually on the ballot in yeah. Kentucky. And I'm not going to show you the barcode, but you know, he's he on it. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I mean, hey, <laughs> Bowen, you Where was got Pitbull? Joe Jorgensen. Yeah. He's because he's busy working on Worldwide. He can't oh, yeah. be bothered. He's, with He's with Mr. Worldwide. He's not president. <laughs> he can't be bothered with, with the United States. He's it's with, the, no, he's the, with the, Martha. The me and martha year, are rolling the, the world the, for martha's vineyard <laughs> the year of the rapper hey, and you if you'd like to don't think it's just biden and trump you got plenty. Of- oh, gotta get to a break wow. jacob clark is a state representative candidate he's standing by we'll have a conversation today is also mushroom day today it's the international day of rural women today i'm sure you know some so they're to be celebrated and it's global hand day today more hand-washing done 2020, probably, than any year uh, in the history of the world would be, my guess. Jacob Clark is the Libertarian candidate for the 18th District of the Kentucky House of Representatives, seeking a seat in the... Kentucky legislature for the 2021 year. He is back on the program. Good morning, Mr. Jacob Clark. How are you? Good morning. I am doing fine. Doing well. <laughs> Good to see you. You mentioned you were you were busy, feeling like you get wearing lots of hats and trying to keep the plates spinning as I call it.
2: Right, right. Yep. Lots to do. Lots uh, to do.
0: Why the state legislature Why why do you seek a seat to serve the people of the 18th district?
2: Yeah, so uh it the title says it all for me, uh, representative. I want to represent uh, my community that I grew up in, in Frankfurt. And, uh, you know, the Libertarian Party kind of views uh, government and politics a little differently. Um, you know, we, we feel like our role in it would be to kind of be watchdogs for the people and, and kind of protect people from, you know, uh, an overreaching government um, and, and corrupt politicians. So that's uh, that's kind of what inspired me to try to Grab on.
0: Do you feel like the
2: government? Uh, you feel like we've grown away from the way that was initially drawn up constitutionally? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Folks uh, aren't really interested in the Constitution anymore, um, and and you know have their uh, uh, kind of uh, distorted interpretations of it. You know, we, we started out as uh, I'm not going to say an anti-government country, but you know, it was all about small government minding its own business and. And, uh, you know, everybody having the liberty to uh, do do the things that makes them happy as long as they're peaceful. I guess we're into our third day of early in-person voting, uh,
0: certainly here in Kentucky. Uh, it's just uh, some some general research that I've done seems like there are a lot of highly motivated people to show up early and right. vote and vote. In person, Mm -hmm. as a candidate, are you satisfied with the plan that was established to vote over a three-week period and some level of uh, absentee balling, balloting? You feel good about it? Are you concerned about it?
2: Um, How do you feel? Okay. Well, as far as the mail voting, I could be okay with that if I think we needed more time to develop a more secure process. And uh, on top of all that, it's actually against our Kentucky Constitution. To do absentee ballots for people that are present in their county on election day, so there, there's a little snag there that uh, I think should have been addressed. Um, you know, does the Constitution matter? But I, I went and voted uh, the 13th, you know, as soon as I could, and there was a lot of you know a lot of people in line. Um, I think people are. Uh, I think that is a, a good idea as far as like for the voters, especially if they're worried about a virus. You know, you can, you can spread things out over time, but uh, as a candidate, uh, it's definitely not ideal. You know, 2020's threw us all kinds of curveballs, and uh, a lot of times you want to save all your fireworks for the last couple weeks, you know, right before Election Day. Well, now we've got a three-week stretch of uh, people are going to go ahead and vote, so... It's, it's an election season rather than
0: an election hooray. day, yeah. and of course, limiting uh, difficult to knock on doors, uh, no oh, yeah. par- no parades, yeah. no festivals, etc. Right. It's been uh, it's been a it's been a challenge, and one of the issues that I heard too, and this is uh, certainly <clears throat> not trying to infringe upon your time here, but just the methodology of the return balloting: uh, are they postmarked? Are they not postmarked because they're postage paid? How do you know when they went through the, right. the post office, etc.? All those things that, as you mentioned, drive back to the constitutionality. Yeah, of the of the process, but uh, I guess we'll, we'll we'll figure it out and see how it goes.
2: Now, Thomas Massey introduced some amendments uh, to try to clear those things up. He wanted, you know, uh, it was it was about uh, postmark manipulation, and he was trying to prevent that. And the Democrats shot him down on it. And and basically, it was just, do we want to prosecute people if they manipulate the postmarks? And uh, they they shot it down. So that was right. kind of telling. Uh, obviously, you're following the numbers, the COVID-19
0: numbers. We You get the same updates that we do, and you see right. it, and you follow it along, various sources. Do you feel like we're in the – do you feel like this is the beginning of the second surge that we were told was going to happen? Uh, are we doing enough? What do you feel like we should be doing in this season of COVID as we enter the fall of the year? Okay. Well,
2: um, yeah, I think we, we ought to look at how herd immunity works – and so we get all these numbers of cases and all and, and, oh, these people are diagnosed with it. But sometimes that just means that they tested positive for the antibodies and now they have uh, whatever level of immunity that we can expect from that. And so, you know, these numbers tell us that we're we're inching toward uh, herd immunity is, is what they tell us. I mean, if they did testing on the flu, uh, we would see similar things. Um, but what, what we ought to be paying attention to is, you know, the hospitalizations and, you know, what are those numbers like. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't think uh, th- there's, you know, the, the actions that has been taken in Kentucky was definitely overreach and beyond the scope of what government should do. So um, people, can, people can decide what is best for them. We just need accurate information is what we need from government. We need accurate information about the risks and the proper precautions that we can take, and then we uh, make those decisions. If you take a look at the planks in your platform, the Mm
0: -hmm. issues that you're uh, motivated on, one that stood out to me was um, you're you're an advocate for eliminating property tax for uh, what you call as elderly. Sure. Uh, I saw it looked like you had set the, 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 the lower end threshold of that at 60 years of age which to me as a person who's, you know, I'm uh, 11 years away from that, and I think well, so I'm 11 years away uh, per your plan from not having to pay pra- property tax anymore. It, one, it, do I have that right at 60 years of age, and what's your motivation for doing that?
2: Okay, well, um, you know, searching it, I found a few articles where, uh, well, one, one in particular was this gentleman, and he's a Vietnam veteran, and, uh, you know, he, he was uh, an elderly gentleman, Well, he he had dementia. He paid all his bills on time, had dementia, but he forgot to pay his $134 property tax bill, and they seized his property over that. You know, when somebody is uh, that age, retirement age, we might say, and they're on a fixed income, they've worked all their life, their house has been paid off, you know, they shouldn't have to worry about losing their home because government is going to come and seize it. And I think that, uh, you know, Looking at how folks have cherished our elderly folks in this pandemic, you know, I think it would be an easy thing to do for us to say, hey, you know, once you get up and you're on a fixed income, retirement age, uh, you should we, you should have that peace of mind where you don't have to worry about losing your home. We have the Homestead Act uh, in a lot of places, and that's like a 20% discount, something like that. But they could still lose their home. So that's important to me.
0: Okay. So, from a fiscal standpoint, I just want to make sure yeah. not,
2: not everyone 60 and older, but criteria, meeting certain criteria.
0: No, I would say everyone. everyone?
2: I, and I actually put 65 and up on some other stuff after looking at different ages and things. Okay. But I would say, you know, on the primary residence is what I had, had listed. So, some people might have multiple properties, things like that. You know, we, we don't want them to lose their home. And, and uh, you know, if we can, we're not going to try to take money from someone else to give to them, but if we can eliminate a tax, you know, then then that's like a, a easy way. You think Kentuckians should not be paying taxes on overtime wages? Right. So uh, we hear a lot of uh, discussion about fair tax. You know, everyone should pay this fair tax. And, and what is a fair tax? And, and Thomas Sowell says, you know, what is uh, your fair share of what somebody else earns? you know, and, and there's that question. but <clears throat> so the I, I think it's fair to say that if someone, you know, they've worked 40 hours, that's been taxed. They've paid that in. Uh, I, I want to call that their fair share and say that anything on overtime uh, should be uh, free from state income taxes. If I could do federal, you know, that's, but that's not in the scope of the office I'm running for. Right. But the state income taxes – and I, and there's some uh, federal candidates that I've pitched that to, and they really like the idea, and they, they may end up coming out with that, but uh, I'm not sure – uh, over the last years, uh, actually over the last decades,
0: the idea of <clears throat> marijuana mm-hmm. uh, whether it 's medical whether it 's whatever it is is a, is one that anytime a, a leader political leader takes a stance, you know that it 's divisive, and a lot of people say sure. no, absolutely never, and some people say absolutely i 'm on board with that, and based upon my research and correct me if i 'm wrong you see you seem to be unequivocally for cannabis as a cash crop, no restrictions.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was a cash crop at one time. I, I see no reason to treat it differently than alcohol for starters. You know, we we have uh, alcohol kills more people than all drugs combined. But you know, cannabis could really help uh, stimulate our economy. And uh, but I think Kentuckians are probably ready for medical cannabis first. I think that's something that that uh, that's a step they're probably ready for first is medical. And uh, I would say that it's a it's actually a pro life issue. Uh, you know, to your pro-life folks, we have a, a young uh, a baby girl in Grayson County, right here in Grayson County. Her name is Colby, and she uh, has a condition where she has seizures almost constantly. Um, and, uh, and cannabis has been a proven uh, treatment to reduce those seizures by uh, 99% or more. And a lot of people, you know, they move to Colorado or somewhere and, and treat their child with this. So it's a plant that grows out of the ground, and I, I believe that uh, folks ought to be able to make themselves better with that if they choose.
0: Do you believe that hemp still has upside potential? You know, we were sold on the idea of hemp as a crop for for farmers. Uh, has that flopped, or are we still trying to figure it out?
2: No, the what's what's flopping it is heavy regulation, um, uh, and too many, you know, too many people, you know, want. Trying to well, another thing that's hurting it real bad is the THC level issue. So if it's just a little too hot, you lose your whole crop, and uh, you know that's that's another reason to uh, get rid of the cannabis uh, restrictions. If okay. you if you gain
0: the seat and yeah. you're in the General Assembly beginning in 2021, what do you feel like is the most important issue facing the General Assembly when the session convenes in January?
2: Yeah, well, well, there's a lot of really important issues. But in order to keep our people safe from overreaching government, I believe that we need to really put some chains on Bashir and the Office of the Governors uh, that this emergency order clause has turned into a fiasco. And so I do support Savannah Maddox's BR 130. To uh, you know, limit the powers and, and limit emergency orders for only fourteen days, and then they have to call a special session. And uh, I, I actually have articles of impeachment with me today for Bashir uh, that I brought with me. But because um, you never know when you'll need them, you just need to be able right. to, you, gotta, you just need to be able to throw them out. Got a holster,
0: keep them back here.
2: <laughs> I got pull it. Pull them hey, out.
0: Take thirty seconds. We're out of time. Take thirty seconds. <clears throat> Tell people why you're the
2: choice for the 18th district. Yeah, so uh, you know I want to. I want to eliminate the, the property taxes for the elderly. I want to eliminate the state income taxes on your overtime pay. Uh, I believe that you can run your life better than uh, bureaucrats can. And, uh, you know, we want to loosen some restrictions and, and drop some taxes and make us make us more free and profitable.
0: Hey, thanks for stopping by as
2: always. Good to have a uh, yep. conversation you. with
0: you again. That's Jacob Clark, Libertarian candidate for the 18th District seeking the Kentucky uh, seat in the Kentucky General Assembly. Gotta to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. here on in the know. While cutting onions can help a person from producing tears. So if you don't want to cry while you've been uh, while you're slicing an onion, then uh, also if you want to guarantee not to cry, make sure your onion is refrigerated and use chewing gum and not nary a tear. Okay, will that come would to a be my date.
1: only authorization of chewing gum. Of Ooh. using,
0: of using chewing if gum. You could just chew. You're not allowed but I you're not. Gum. Gum. You're you're not allowed to chew it like a cow. I
1: don't even like chewing gum.
0: Got it. You know, like ch- chewing or ching, Neither one. Uh l- listen, let's get to some really important issues of the day. The new "This Is Us" season five trailer is out. Oh no! <laughs> and it shows Kevin and Randall's post-fight meeting. Okay. So I'm going to trust that you were you've you're caught up and you've been through season four. But if you'll notice, there was a big blow-up between Randall and Kevin at the end of season four, and so we do know that at least they're going to have some type of post-meeting conversation about uh, yeah. You know, what's, what's going on? Um, fried Green Tomatoes. Num-num. Okay. But you remember the movie? Yes. Fried Green Tomatoes. Awesome. How do you feel about Reba McIntyre starring in a television revival of Fried Green Tomatoes? I
1: think she should have been in the first one. I think she's a perfect fit. It would just Ooh. make sense.
0: She would have. But to... Like, hmm. Dolly, correct? Do- mm-hmm. Dolly in the original?
1: Was it Dolly in the original? No. No? No, no Dolly Mm-mm. wasn't in the original. Mm-mm. Dolly was in uh,
0: uh, Steel Magnolias. Yeah, Steel Magnolias. I get those two mixed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you think, you think Reba should have been in the original Fried Green Tomatoes?
1: I mean, she she would be a good fit if you're going to put a new character in there. But Maybe. who is she playing? Is she re- is she playing an old character or is she a new character? Uh, following
0: Iggy Threadgood.
1: Okay. Yeah. I can sort of see Do you know the see, character, uh, Iggy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I apparently, I need to brush up on my on my fried green tomato. My uh, well, husband uh, watches it
1: every time it's on. My so we'll daddy loves Reba. So mm-hmm. that was my first concert mm-hmm. he took me to. So I don't know what he would say.
0: Taylor Swift, Rihanna, and Lady Gaga are among America's richest self made women. Good for them. Yeah. It's a great American dream. See? You can do it, you can become successful, you can become wildly wealthy if sing. you work hard. <laughs> and it's like you don't get a participation ribbon, you gotta show up and do the work. Dexter revived at Showtime for a limited series. Oh, i
1: has been so excited. So I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't. Know. I am so I'm not, excited. I've
0: not seen. You've and not watched any Dexter? No, I've seen any of Dexter. Don't I've know, seen them all. Don't it's know weird. anything about it. And um, it's dark. A, yeah. Assault with a smelly weapon. A United Kingdom man has been charged with assault after um, it wasn't a cheek sneak. After breaking large in an Uber, he was on his way to a club with three other people and just let a rip, Tater Chip, and now the Uber driver also threw him out of the car but has now filed assault charges for... What? There's odor in the court. What? <laughs> odor in the court. Odor in the court. <laughs> wow. That's aggressive. <laughs> Got to get to a break. Uh, we got a segment on kids <laughs> say the darnest things coming right up here on In the note.
2: Well, things have been a little complicated. Quality life hasn't got me down. Well, sex is cheap and talking. M. point to
0: ponder for today. Do we have a favorite, uh, cute saying that our kids get wrong that is like at the top of the, top of the list? Um, I have, um, I think over the years, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, weird, funny things that our kids have said. I'll, I'll, use, so as an example, uh, Taylor had me confused one time when she wanted scarecrow shoes. Come to find out after a long, it was, it was Velcro shoes that she wanted. Um, Alea, the one of the sweetest things for her has been is that for the last, it's not been so much for the last six months, but in her three year, she had a little bit of a challenge with the word, with the letter S. Mm-hmm. So it was a delight at our house to ask to, she, the, the S disappeared. So when she would want, when she was drawing and would need a scrap of paper, and the S was missing. Or if she wanted to ride her Elsa scooter, the S was missing. And so that's one of the sweetest ones. Uh, Misty, your uh, Eli's chicken with a handle, it will probably forever be one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, it's one of my is favorites. Is that your favorite? Do you have another one? My,
1: my other one is, Mallory couldn't say the word where. She would say where uh, okay. And Amy like, worked with her one day. Layer? Yes, W H E R E, and Amy would say wayer and she forever tried to get her. And finally, Mallory goes, "I don't know that word." <laughs> so you'll hear at our house a lot when we don't want to acknowledge something, we'll say, "I don't know that word."
0: Okay, gotcha. And then
1: Eli would say yeg instead of "leg." Oh
0: yeah. But yeah.
1: my favorite with Eli, outside of chicken with the handle, was when he, I asked him his full name. If he understood, his middle name was Gabriel, and he said his middle name was "the." Mm -hmm. And I said, Mm -hmm. so finally, after a long, deep conversation with this three year old, I realized he said, no, when you get mad at me, you say Eli the Thomas. And I said, no, honey, your name is Elijah Thomas. (laughs)
0: Do you remember one of Anna? Did Anna? Anna's always been pretty articulate. I don't remember her messing many of them up or getting them wrong. Is there one no, you remember in particular? not
1: for her. She's always been pretty straightforward.
0: I love these that kids get mixed, mm-hmm. mixed up. Um, parents reveal the funniest names that their kids give everyday things. For instance, um, one mom says that her son calls grated Parmesan cheese mm-hmm. spaghetti sprinkles.
1: Oh, yeah. amen to that. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. so you put no.
0: sprinkles on the mm-hmm. so spaghetti sprinkles. Uh, aprons. One five year old calls aprons baking capes.
1: Oh, yeah. That's you good. put your apron yes. on the front, you yes. wear it on the front,
0: and it's a baking cape. That makes sense. I like that. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, detergent is laundry sauce. That, that makes oh, that's
1: sense. That's funny. Yes.
0: Laundry sauce. That's nice. Um, one <laughs> one uh, person says their grandson can't say Chick-fil-A. He said Chickole.
1: Chickole. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I like it. Chickole.
0: <laughs> I need a Lord's sandwich and a Lord's chicken sandwich and some refried beans. Extra. <laughs> my daughter, this is uh Michelle, says my daughter called the Statue of Liberty the Queen of Starbucks. Oh. So they're good. Canadian. Yes. So if you look at the Starbu- right, <laughs> yep. Starbucks yep. logo and the Statue of so another says the Statue of Delivery. Taylor said the Statue of Delivery. Delivery, Because yeah. she had a Statue of Delivery Barbie mm-hmm. that she loved. A uh, four-year-old called her bikini her zucchini. <laughs> uh, uh, one person, Adriana, says my oldest daughter used to call the FedEx truck. Imagine if FedEx was instead uh, a large derriere. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. All right.
0: That's <laughs> close to FedEx. Got it. Uh, here comes the... F-
1: My nephew had a hard time saying fork on that same oh. note.
0: <laughs> Sonia says we are a hockey family. My son and daughter used to call the national anthem the hockey song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's where he learned it. <laughs> I got it. My daughter said, "Oh, I love this one." I, I even say this one still as an adult. Arts and craps. Yeah. Not arts and crafts. Sometimes arts, it's a arts, arts and crafts. <laughs> My daughter used to call school buses bumblebee trucks. That
1: makes sense. Aww. Oh, I
0: wish we had taught Alaya this one because she's eaten more she's eaten more popsicles in her life than
1: anybody in the
0: Ice pickles. She
1: Ice is pickles. listening. Ice, pickle. Ice pickles. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Instead of toys are us, toys for us. Oh yeah, kids know. Yeah, there's what toys if, for us. There's toys for us in there. <laughs> uh let's see. Netflix comes out necklace and prime is crime. My daughter calls Jeep Wranglers Beach Trucks.
1: That makes sense.
0: <laughs> Instead of <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph, one kid said cheese Mary and Joseph. <laughs> What is cheese? It's Mary and Joseph. Ruben Everybody knows called
1: that. Shadrach, Meshach, and a Billy Goat. <laughs> and a
0: Billy Goat. That's right. That's the best uh, one. Suitcase instead of suitcase. So that's what you carry your Campbell's <laughs> soup around yep. in. Yep. And then one kid, um, <laughs> she said, "What she couldn't say, pantry. She said pine tree." And then one kid, everything is a target.
1: Oh yeah, like like everything's a Coke. Mm-hmm. There's
0: red target. So that's yeah, sure. Target. Target. There's orange Target. Okay. So orange Target is the building materials. Okay. Yeah. And well, I was going to say, where are we getting Fox Sports from? I got it. know. very good. And uh, <laughs> there we go. Probably not CNN. <laughs> absolutely not. So, and then uh, Costco is gray Target. Oh, gotcha. So just gotcha. like uh, everything, yep. everything's a Target. Gotcha. Gotta get to a Thanks break. So. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. highlight in history, 1976, the first debate of its kind between vice presidential nominees, Walter Mondale and Republican Bob Dole, faced off in Houston. I remember it well. Good for you. I really don't. Uh, Hurricane Hazel made landfall on the Carolina coast as a Category 4 storm this day in 1954. Hurricane Hazel, not a very imposing name.
1: No, but Hazel's coming back. I've had a couple friends name their kids Hazel. Recently. Are we allowed so, to call them Witch Hazel? My great grandmother, her name was Hazel.
0: <laughs> uh Clarence Thomas, confirmed by the Senate, the state in 1991. Three years ago today, Alyssa Milano offered her Me Too tweet. So it was the first of kind of went viral from there. Linda Lavin is 83 today. She played Alice. Baseball Hall of Famer and former underwear model. Jim Palmer is 75 today. Tito Jackson is 67. Hope he gets some tissue for his mm-hmm. birthday. Mm-hmm. Tito, give me some tissue. The Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson, is 61 today. And Emeril Lagasse is 61. Bam! Mm. Gambon, i forgotten. Lee Iacocca, 1924. Penny Marshall. Laverne was born this day in 1943. You all know Laverne. Yep. <laughs> 1961. Ray Charles, number one. With Hit the road. Jack. you all get it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I presume you heard enough.
1: Uh huh. Oh, was that? A call to action. <laughs> twilight train.
0: Neil Diamond, Cracklin' Rosie, to date in 1970. Needed,
1: I, a long, maybe a song. I had no. Um, my friends are like sending me all their funny kids things, and sure. I'm cracking up. Right?
0: You go on for days. Yes. Michael Jackson, Don't stop Till You Get Enough, this day, in 1979. What's On Your Mind, Information Society in 1988, Candle in the Wind, Uh, Elton John, 1997, that's the uh, Prince Diana version. Sexy Back, Justin Timberlake in 2006, and Justin Bieber, What Do You Mean, Five Years Ago Today. Do you all have a share? Or no, can say no, on I air. was going to say, I could just tell by your body language. <laughs> no, I can tell by your shoulders that probably, that probably <laughs> it couldn't make it to it uh, it couldn't no. make it to air. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. The secret to having it all is knowing you already do. The secret to having it all is knowing you already do. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for B.